Right now we have uh, Janice Muller on the phone. She's the director of the Malthouse Theatre production, Revolt. She said Revolt again. How are you, Janice? Hello. Thanks for having me on. You're most welcome. So can you tell us about uh, Revolt? She said Revolt again. Can I just ask you, first of all, have either of you seen it? Not yet. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, good. Well, it's a new play from the UK written by a woman called Alice Birch, who's a young girl. Uh, she's probably 30-something now. So the play was written three years ago. And it's been done a couple of times overseas. And it's quite a crazy little piece of text. Um, it starts off with a series of scenes and then they kind of break up into smaller and smaller scenes, smaller and smaller fragments of conversations and scenes that are like two lines long or three lines long. And it just kind of disintegrates. So it's pretty difficult to know how to stage it. It's been a bit of a challenging one. But it's um, it's all about, you know, being a, a woman in the 21st century and I I guess all of the baggage that is um, sits behind uh, us and all the issues that are still there to be addressed in terms of women and their rights in the world. That's a short summary, but it's quite a complicated text. So it premiered in the UK in 2014. Is this the first time it's been performed in Australia? Yeah, this is the um, Australian professional um, premiere. Yep, okay. it's been in, it's been done in New Zealand as well. Okay, great. Um, and how does the play break the rules of traditional theatre? I was reading that it, it breaks a lot of rules um, in terms of, you know, not being well-behaved women. Um, there's that theme running throughout. Uh, so how does it break the rules of um, traditional theatre? I think that's more to do with the way that it is as a play on the page. I think that's a very English definition. You know, it's not a play in the sense that there's a narrative with uh, characters and you don't go on a journey with particular characters through to the end of the story. Um, it's a post-traumatic text in the sense that there aren't any um, particular characters and it's very fragmented. It's not uh, neat and tidy. It's difficult to follow. It's challenging to try and cope with the layering of upon layering of ideas that she's throwing at you. Like, it, it actually, on the page, it reads really quickly and it also, in performance, it goes very quickly. So it's sort of, it's been described as an assault and I would say that's pretty accurate because it's just charging at you with all these ideas and you really can't process it until you go outside. So I guess in that sense, that's what they mean when they're saying it's, well, it's not so much about n not well-behaved women, but the play, you know, in itself isn't, isn't a well-behaved play. I think the women... The, the women in the scenarios that are pointed to in the script aren't particularly new. Um, they're all just things that we read about in the news every day or know about in our lives from kind of everyday sexism and inequality to uh, much more traumatic things that, you know, like domestic violence, rape, etc. And, and the play kind of taps into all sorts of things at once. So, yeah, maybe it's a bit less well-behaved on the thematic front as well. I'm not sure. I'm not really the person to judge. I'm the person that's made it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did you start preparing the actors for the play? Were you quite a hands-on director or did you just let the actors kind of take control of their characters and do it for them? Well, no, I had to be very... It's a very hands-on one because there aren't... Uh, there's only one scene where there's an allocated character name and in other parts of the text there's not even allocated text, wow. which meant that we had to spend ages discussing and trying out different ways to read it and then allocate the text. So it's been... It was a very... Um, it was a very intense four-week period um, of rehearsal because it wasn't straight um, in that sense um, that you just... Knew what character you were playing and got to prepare before you arrived at rehearsal. <laughs> 
And then, of course, it's a very physical piece. We've um, we had a large room to fill. Like, there's a version of this script that you could do in a in a black box and be fairly still and just let the words do all the work. But uh, we've been programmed in a huge room, an absolutely huge room, and um, so we had to uh, match that with plenty of physicality and sound and light. So it's it, yeah, I'm very hands on. <laughs> And so how will the audience feel watching the production? Is it kind of like for women looking into a mirror almost? Will it will it be quite relatable? Will they find things about uh, themselves? Maybe, yeah. I mean, everyone's reacting very differently. Some people are coming out, seemingly love it, and then they say, oh, I loved it, but my friends hated it. Wow. Um, it just feels a bit like you don't have time to digest it all so you just have to kind of be open to the journey go on the ride and then go away and think about it and I think as you're sort of pondering it later you might find that certain words or images stayed with you and then you can start to process what that might mean I think people worry too much about having to understand theatre theatrical experiences I I never put that pressure on myself when I'm watching anything Mm. I just think you just open yourself to the experience see what happens and there's no right or wrong way to um, um, to see a play or to read a play, you know, you, you, you might get yeah, you might get something from it. You might not, and it doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means you know you get something from it or you don't. So, so um, sorry, you continue. Yeah, yeah go on. No, I'm um, fine. I'm when you hear someone say that they hated it, does that upset you at all, or do you just kind of think, you know what, it's subjective. I can't yeah, take it on board. it's meant to provoke that reaction, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think it's actually a very challenging piece, so I'm, I'm aware of that and I'm not going to break down into tears over that. No. I mean, somebody did say that to me during the previous one. I was absolutely shattered and exhausted. I hadn't finished making it because we changed an enormous amount every night through the previous leading up to opening. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I try not to be too sensitive, but um, of course it's just whatever people get from something you can't control what people bring to a show where they are in their lives what they know about the subject matter and all that so um you can just have gut reactions to things can't you and you can just like the certain colors that you're looking at or the sound or you cannot put like a particular actor or you know i can't control all of those things so mm-hmm. i don't get too bogged down in all of that stuff all i can do is try and make it to the best of my ability just try and do what the text is asking me to do really as best i could yeah. So the text is about capturing the fury of modern womanhood. Uh, was there a particular kind of woman or kinds of women that are in mind in this piece or is it quite diverse and it addresses quite a lot of different intersections? No, I think, no, I think, look, I think on one front it's diverse in terms of experiences but it's not diverse in terms of feminism. I think it addresses a lot of feminisms and maybe mistakes made in you know in feminist approaches it's not dealing with intersectionality it's not dealing with um, a lot of more contemporary issues that are now being discussed so I think it's about you know it's written by a woman who is a middle-class London girl who's looking at life through her lens and we're aware of that in the making of it and have tried to Um, which doesn't mean it's any less sort of interesting, but that there's certainly, you know, you want to sit down and write a play about feminism, that's an awful lot of subject matter. And she's clearly not, you know, been able to address everything. And she's very knowingly addressed things from the perspective that she's coming from. And I think she's, you know, done a really wonderful job. It's a remarkable piece of energetic writing. 
but you know in the making of it we're aware that there's certain things that are, are left out and so yeah I mean one of the things that we worked on trying to achieve without giving too much away is that the youngest member of the cast who is from a Filipino uh, Spanish background so a dark skinned girl and a terrific amazing woman is the person that fronts the audience at the very end and her just sort of by looking at the audience it's like the future you know this is all the feminisms that have fallen over behind me there's a lot still to be done and the play kind of ends on that note um, so trying to address the script from you know where we were as a group and what we know of what's going on around us at the moment but you know it's still very very strong it's still dealing with little things like you know interactions you might have with a partner or a, or a boss or a, a friend or a mother that I think will resonate with viewers yeah amazing well Janice I think that's all we have time for unfortunately now people can see revolt she said revolt until July 9th and they can get yeah. tickets at what's the website we can send people to? Uh, it's the Malthouse Theatre, so I'm not exactly sure what that website is, but it should be pretty easy to yeah. pop it into a search engine and it'll pop up. Um, and thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Not at all. Thank you. <laughs> okay.